0: Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. The Soul of Business with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to The Soul of Business. Today I speak to Megan Connolly, Senior Vice President of Global Network Partnerships, American Express, Asia Pacific. Now, recent findings from their global study on women's relationships. With ambition. And what companies can do to nurture ambition in women at the modern workplace is in focus for us today. Megan, welcome to the show. Thank All right, you. Me. Women oh, and ambition. You.
1: Yes, I know. Well, why don't I tell you a little bit about American Express and our journey um, and how we got here today as I stand with my purple T-shirt and saying I am ambitious. Good for you. Um, our journey really began two years ago when our executive committee surveyed our most senior women at the company. Mm-hmm. And at that point in time, only a third of the women at the most senior levels were proud and publicly declared. Declaring themselves as ambitious, right? At the time, we had one woman actually reporting into the CEO, um, and we realized at that moment that we needed more work to talk openly on how we could fully back our women colleagues in regarding to achieving their ambition. So, we did some activities around over the last two years, and I can say two years later, there are currently six women that now report to our CEO. These women lead more than 50% of our workforce, and more importantly, this group of women and the senior leaders, two-thirds are now saying that they are ambitious. So we see a real power in this.
0: Okay. So, when you first did this, was declaring that you are ambitious. Was that viewed by the women as, you know, maybe a little bit of a... Scary word, dirty word for them. Yes,
1: I mean, that is so we in this moment, we realized there was something here in regards to the power of ambition to mm. be able to propel women internally. Um, so that's why we started this survey, which went external. And exactly what you talk about, where what some of our findings were, there was definitely what I call women have a unique relationship with the word ambition. Right. And they have some reservation around. They know that they're supposed to be ambitious to be able to achieve their objectives in life, be it personal or work, but only a third are willing to publicly declare it, and only a third think that they're actually going to achieve these ambitions, which means two-thirds of women don't really even think they'll actually get what they set out to do. So that was, for us, one of the big insights as we started going publicly and really saw power in, in getting women to talk about their ambitions.
0: Okay, give us more insights. Why is it that that relationship initially with the word ambition and declaring it publicly was so frightening for them, so uncomfortable for them, was it because they didn't want to be perceived by their male colleagues as being too domineering? Correct, correct. No, absolutely.
1: So, you know, I think what we learned in regards to the research is there are three factors for us that impact women's ownership of their own ambition, and one is the perception of the actual word ambition. So, you know, whilst one-third are proud to call themselves ambitious, there's this logic between women are happy to be called ambitious or realize that they should have ambitions but don't actually uh, a desire to state it. So this concern in regards to the fact this word, there's other words that they would feel much more comfortable being described at as opposed to ambitious, confident, courageous, other words that felt more safe almost for women in regards to kind of what
0: they set out to do. Okay. That was then and now... There are more women who are quite proud to say yes i'm ambitious and i'm owning it yep so i think we c-
1: internally so as i said the survey was just done more publicly and i think we we are really out not only talking internally about the importance of this ambition but out in our communities to be able to challenge other leaders to be able to encourage women to be ambitious so clearly i think some of the insights were around the perception of ambition but the other interesting insight was around women's confidence so this element of their being confident to achieve their ambitions. Mm -hmm. So really, we're trying to work on how do you improve women's ability or confidence in their ability to achieve them. Let's talk
0: about owning your place at the table.
1: Ah, yes, 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 yes. You know, the
0: thing is, we've heard this for a long time. Women have been told they need to be more empowered. They should own, you know, step up, take your place at the table and own it. But in your study, I'm curious, How, um, brave, how courageous, how ambitious were women once they got to that? Special table.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we're clearly seeing uh, results internally where we talked about people owning their ambition. Mm -hmm. Um, So earlier we talked about now we do have senior uh, six women that are actually at the table in regards to our CEO. So, So and really this power of the sisterhood in regards to going out. So we've just had our fourth annual conference and a lot of it had to talk with how do you get people to you know, to be at the table and also own own their own confidence and their own ambition.
0: Okay. Now, where is the point of gender parity that you want to reach? Yeah. You, you've got aims. <laughs> you've got goals. You're ambitious. Yeah. You've just admitted to that.
1: Yep. No, I mean, I think we definitely, um, you know, I think within financial services, so mm-hmm. I've been in Asia Pacific for, you know, 13 years and have been working in financial services for 25 You know, we are clearly seeing women progress within companies, but there is, you know, at the most senior levels, um, you know, this gap in parity. And I think part of the project, the ambition project, is really trying to get out there to encourage more people to have this ambition and a desire to say that. And I think part of it is also getting them to be much more comfortable in what they aspire to.
0: Okay. Now, I'm going to assume that as women get younger in your study, they're a bit more courageous. (laughs) Is is that correct?
1: Yeah, we definitely had. um, So I think overall, we did see differences. So the study was carried out in this part of the world, the two markets we did, so India and Japan. Mm -hmm. And we definitely saw differences in women's ambition levels and their pride and comfort in saying ambition across Mm -hmm. The, you know, the different genders as well as nationalities. But thematically, women are more connected than disconnected in regards to that. And I think I'll even go to my own personal journey. I mean, I know when I started out was one year into my working career, I would regularly put my hand up for assignments. And then somewhere in the middle of my career, I started getting a little bit more hesitant about being at the table, putting my hand up, up, speaking up, and also almost, you know, being a little bit more apologetic about saying I was eager for that next job. And I think when I really reflect on that, and that's what I'm hoping to bring by you know, talking internally to people about this, but externally, you know, what was it that caused me to have that slight hesitation? And, you know, a lot of it was just improving the language and my own confidence and my own ability, you know, I'm bringing something to the table. Um, and I want to bring that, you know, to fruition for for the value of the company. And, you know, that that became a very powerful
0: moment for me. It's interesting you say that because growing up, one of the things that I'll always be grateful to my father for saying is before you can convince anybody else to believe in you, first you've got to believe in yourself. Yep. And if you believe in yourself, then own that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so he was a way ahead of his time when he was telling his daughters this yeah. going through school. But I, f- I find I struggle with that even today. Yep. I know what I know. And yet... I don't want to necessarily speak up when I should.
1: Yeah. So we clearly, in advance of International Women's Day, were doing a lot of talks internally. So we had, you know, 20-plus markets that were having Mm -hmm. this conversation with women, just trying to get them to be, you know, own their ambition and kind of what they're trying to see. And I think thematically, we do find as women, you know, potentially this reservation, I'm not going to do well, I'm not ready, And a lot of this that I personally am trying to do is how do you change that language? How do you really help women to articulate what they want in a way that makes them feel comfortable. So if there's nervousness around the word ambition because there's some concern with it, how Mm -hmm. do you actually help them articulate and drive it? So what your dad was, you know, working on and and saying, you know, here, everything is, is for you. And I think that's a large part of what we're trying to do here. How as leaders and coworkers, are we ambitious for others? How do we get them to really you know, work through their, you know, their aspirations and achieve it.
0: All right. We're speaking to Megan Connolly, Senior Vice President of Global Network Partnerships, American Express, Asia Pacific. I'm curious, on the other side of this spectrum, I think gender parity will never be able to be reached if the men don't buy into it.
1: Ah, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) So
0: how are the men feeling about this now? Yeah,
1: I mean, I clearly talk a lot about women in leadership. And I think the fact is, you know, men are, bosses, coworkers, employees, you know, and I always reflect on, on, you know, the men as in my own personal relationship, I talk about what my own husband's doing to help me achieve Mm -hmm. my, my aspirations. And I try to share that story as much as I can. So I look at, you know, my husband would technically say he's a trailing spouse. He too is in finance and has as many markets to travel to and people to manage that I do. But we really sit down and have a whole conversation. You know, historically, the burden of the housework would have fallen to a woman, the burden of raising children. But the reality is, you know, my husband and I sit down at the start of each year and really talk about we talk about it. We call it Team Connolly um, and what we want to achieve and therefore what we both need to do mm-hmm. to help each other achieve it. Um, you know, and as I was on the way to the radio today, the The school called. My son is sick. And of course, you know, the call comes to me and I call my husband and say, hey, I need you to uh, pick him up. And he's like, of course, your interview. Of course, I've got 30 people in my room, but I'm going to leave right now and go get. And that's this balance of having men at the table, not only being sponsors, mentors, but at home. And how do they, you know, help with 50 percent of what needs to happen outside of the home?
0: Okay, so as we move forward, what are next steps for American Express towards gender parity, towards a greater support on on either side of the argument?
1: Yeah, no, and I think the whole ambition project. When I first started out, I love this concept of being ambitious for others. So right now, we're really trying to share. the insights from the survey, which really talk about the lack of advocates in the in the workplace, um, you know, people's relationship with the word ambition and how do they articulate it. Um, so we're really trying to talk about what the insights are, and more importantly, really being out in the community to not only encourage at American Express, but you know, in the communities we work in, how do you become ambitious and help women achieve what they need to?
0: So how do you bring that voice out?
1: Yeah, so I think clearly, you know, I think we're actively trying to have conversations within the company about what needs to change. Um, But then clearly even, you know, being out on having this conversation with you and for those people who are listening. And if Mm -hmm. I can help one other woman outside the company really be able to achieve her aspirations by sharing a story or having this insight and realizing, yeah, I feel that way too, you know, we're making a difference.
0: Good for you. All right, I suspect I'm going to need to speak to you again next year,
1: <laughs> round about the same time. Yes,
0: we are continuing the survey, and then you know we we can look at American Express's um, progress report. Yes, we can always we can always do this again. I look forward to it. We've been speaking to Megan Connolly, Senior Vice President of Global Network Partnerships, American Express. Asia-Pacific, and a belated International Women's Day to you. And same to you. Thank you for coming in and talking to us. This has been MoneyFM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at MoneyFM893.sg or download the SBH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.